Um, and I'm, I'm a big believer in starting any situation and building relationships and building that trust before you get into anything. And I, I don't think, um, it doesn't matter if you're running a board meeting or if you're running a staff meeting or you're running a grade prep class, all right? If you don't set the tone, build that relationship and get the energy going to start, then I don't think you're going to have the best possible lesson. So for me, having activities that uh, put people in a situation where they can express themselves in a controlled way and not only that, they feel comfortable. You're listening to the NZPE Teacher Cast, a podcast sharing some of the inspirational stories from amazing teachers and educators within New Zealand and around the world. Today's episode is sponsored by Learning With Games. Engage your students in the classroom with high-quality game-based and gamification resources. With supporting video and downloadable templates, Learning With Games makes it easy for you to implement game-based learning. Check it out now at www.learningwith.games. Kia ora everyone and welcome to another episode of the NZPE TeacherCast, in fact number 40, number 40, that's a bit of a, Woo-hoo! yeah, yeah, I'm here with Dale Sidebottom because we've actually, we're sitting in an Airbnb in Christchurch and we've just, uh, so Dale's flown over to run these learning game workshops with me, uh, we, we're doing one in we did one in Hamilton today and we're doing one in Christchurch tomorrow which is Tuesday, so this podcast episode will air on Wednesday. Um, so a wee bit of travel for you, eh? You flew over from Melbourne to Christchurch on Sunday. Yep. Uh, and then you had like four and a half hours or five hours later in Christchurch, then flew up to Hamilton. Yep. And then, and then I met you in Hamilton because I was in Tauranga, so. Yeah, it's nice to uh, have someone waiting the airport for me, Carl. So I was uh, expecting a sign and uh, it didn't have that, but nah, no uh, sign for you, mate. you were ready to pick me up, so that was good. So yeah, a bit of travel, mate, but uh, all worth it when you have fantastic days like we did today. It was awesome. It was so awesome, mate. Yeah. It was so awesome. You, um, you, I could do a lot of workshops now, which are great, but some you just, uh, I don't know, it just, they you leave feeling better than others it's probably like teaching lessons you know some just go really well um, and not, I think most of our workshops are good but I don't know for some reason today just everything clicked and it flowed and everyone just really got it and um, yeah I don't know just left feeling really happy and positive and charged it's uh, it's a really good feeling I think I think what really what really laid the foundations for us was we had those 10 10 or so uh, people from the Dingle Foundation, uh, so they brought their whole team along, and so already we had some established relationships there. And yeah. but I often wonder in a situation like that where um, there's the potential for those people to just stay together and yeah. just isolate themselves and mm. be all chummy with each other. Yep. But I found that they were integrating with everybody else, and they were they just really con- contributed to a really healthy and safe environment I think for everybody yeah I agree and um, I know I speak about this a lot but I think it's also the way that you set up the group you know and if you make games where you go pick a partner or something like that and people will gravitate to people they know whereas when you play games where they don't get time to think and they already have to interact with others it really breaks down those barriers and I think uh, a few of those 
you know, connection games that we play at the start. I don't really call them icebreakers anymore because I don't think they break ice. I think it's all about connection and relationship. And um, after the first four games today, I think like it was just a completely different room. You know, like it was, uh, you could just tell there was going to be a good day. Um, and yeah, I think that's a gain. It comes down to experience and practice. And we've got that pretty well down packed. But everybody got involved and yeah, it was, it was a bit of a hoot, to be honest. You said something uh, that... I've heard before from another guest, Andy here, and you mentioned it as we we're starting in, and you said the same thing, not really icebreakers, but you um, you mentioned connection before content. Tell yep. us about that in your words. So we, we've heard it from Andy. Yeah, but so I, I, I'm not going to say I made it up because I got those words straight from Andy. Um, and lucky I, I do a bit of presenting with Andy as well, like yourself. Um, and I'm, I'm a big believer in starting any situation and building relationships and building that trust before you get into anything. And I, I don't think, um, it doesn't matter if you're running a board meeting or if you're running a staff meeting or you're running a grade prep class, all right? If you don't set the tone, build that relationship and get the energy going to start, then I don't think you're going to have the best possible lesson. So for me, having activities that uh, put people in a situation where they can express themselves in a controlled way and not only that, they feel comfortable. Um, all vulnerability goes out the window and there's no winners or losers. And I think if you do that right and you get a good sequence, now I'm a big believer in uh, two, three or four in a row. And um, I know a lot of people say that, you know, oh, we don't have that time at the start of a lesson. Really, it will take 10 minutes, you know, and if you don't do that, then it probably doesn't matter what you're going to teach for the lesson because you may not get through it anyway. Whereas if you can allow that time at the start, you build the rapport, you build the trust, everybody feels comfortable, and then you can get on with it and everybody's ready to learn. So connection for content, I stole that from Andy um, and I credit him for it. But it, to me, everything in life is about relationships. And it doesn't matter if you're trying to sell somebody uh, telemarketing calls, if you're trying to be a uh, if you're trying to be a coach, if you're trying to be a teacher, if you're trying to be anything, if you don't have a relationship, if you don't build that trust, you're not going to get that across the majority of the time. So for me, relationships are key and you can do that really well from fun activities that there are no winners and losers. Everybody will laugh and if you stuff it up, it doesn't matter. I love the game. Like you see a lot of, I've seen a lot of paper, scissors, rock type games within a workshop, but I haven't seen, ever seen the ones that you run and uh, two of them that really stood out was the one where you're just going head to head with someone, papers is rock, and whoever loses becomes the opposition's cheering partner. And so then they go on to another person and they're going, go Dow, go Dow, come on Dow, come on Dow. And then you face off again and then whoever wins and that cheering party now becomes two and you follow that person along and then it grows and grows and grows until you've got two cheering Parties cheering on two people for the final showdown. And yeah. It was awesome, and seeing everyone was like actually going for it. And they were a little hesitant at first because they were like, "Oh, you know, you're." Um, oh, it's like reminds me of the. Um, by the way, this is usually we have scripted questions. This is completely <laughs> this this whole thing. We we just decided it's ten pm. And, well, I need some content for Wednesday. So <laughs> we're slamming out a podcast episode. Um, there's the oh, what's the leadership? The leadership. The dude at the rave and he's on the hillside. Oh, the one guy that dances yeah, yeah, and everyone yeah. comes and dances be, be with the, him. Be the first. Um... I, I don't know what it is, but I think, uh, again, it comes down to as the instructor, the teacher, the coach, whoever, if you can get in there and be make a bit of a fool of yourself to start mm, with, mm, then that's infectious. Mm, it's like mm, energy. Mm. If you come with it 
everybody else takes a bit off you. And I think uh, by setting that up at the start, you know, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And you tell them to lift the roof off with noise. Yeah. But and- it grew. It grew. Like when they were in isolation by themselves, they're a little bit hesitant. But as, you know, the party began two, three, four, five, yeah. by the end of it, they were going gangbusters. And that yeah. was awesome. Yeah. And then uh, the the extension or the next level of that was creating the train, which was yeah. just as cool. You know, you win, you form the train, and then eventually you have the two trains come together. And you, and you, you go off. And, and well, I like that. And I used to start every workshop with those. Um, and the reason being, you learn names. Somebody's, it's all luck. I know people say they're pro at paper, scissors, rock, but it's like rolling a dice. My wife's a pro. Oh, I see. It's probably yeah, against she, you because she can read you. No, no, she can't read. Like, I change it up every time, honestly. Yeah, but she probably and just she knows. Me, and we're always doing it for the chores, mate. And I'm forever having a... You're just chivalrous, mate. You're a good bloke. Is that what you're trying to say? Um, but And then I suppose adding in the touch in the train train game you know a little bit of touch oh yeah yeah yeah. and so i think that's important the key that um a really good uh connection game or starter uh there is no touch and there's not really winner or loser you know because in that paper scissors rock game yes you may not be still in the game but you're still part of something Mm. you're part of a cheering team um so everybody's involved and uh yeah if you 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 want to be the loudest you know so i think that works really well and um again it works well because you know, most people know Paper Scissor Rock, so you're not spending a lot of time explaining it. Sometimes the simplest games are the best, and I think that's why it works really well. Yeah, yeah. Get, staying with the workshop, there are two highlights for me, um, and we're going to talk about both of them. We kind of we kind of scripted. We had a little chat before, and what we're going to talk about. Um, the first one for me was hearing the our, our attendees. So we had 26 of them, but we played a game called, or you led a game called Gratitude Monopoly, and uh, the feedback afterwards was really heartfelt and people um i've never seen people like that in front of you know 26 27 of us there they were sharing their thoughts and feelings around their experience relating to that game gratitude monopoly can you tell us a bit about that yeah i I designed that game a while ago now and it was really when i was teaching um i wanted i'm a big believer i know i was on the podcast and a, a uh, the video one about you know practicing gratitude on him, yeah I know sorry I'm a, I'm a regular um, but what I found that the students I was teaching were reluctant to you know write down two things I'm grateful at the end of each day and I'm like okay so whenever I can't find a way for them to do it I'll turn into a game so instead of doing it anyway I, I put the questions on a Monopoly board game so um, students go around they roll the dice and they'll land on i it could be laughing lane or something like that and there'll be a question and it might be um, what is one thing that I can see that I'm grateful for now if they don't want to answer that question that's fine they don't have to underneath that it might be 10 squats so my idea is because we don't know what students are going through at home you know coming to school may be the best thing that they do in their life and their home life may be something they don't want to think about so that is fine I don't force anybody to do it but they're still getting the benefit of getting the exercise getting the movement getting their body going then they roll the dice they go around a game and the game I normally play for five to seven minutes and the aim is there's no winners or losers and if one student wants to stop and sit down and and ponder and reflect on one question for that whole time great you know that that's what i want them to do whereas if somebody doesn't feel comfortable and they go around the board 10 times and they do a heap of fitness well that's fine too they're still reading the questions you know so as not as if they're not actually taking them in it may you may play it in a couple more weeks time and they may actually write down a question all right they may feel comfortable to do it but what it does is it allows people to 
I think in our busy lives as well, and it works so good for teachers, and I use it in every workshop I do now, and particularly a lot of this full staff workshops and PDs that I do now that I finish off with that, and what ends up happening is that um, you know, teachers sit back and go, oh, actually, my life's pretty good. You know, We can always get caught up on the negatives and um, you know, fast-paced life and everything like that, but by actually playing a game which allows you to really sit back and reflect and you don't know what the questions are, and you can answer them as much depth as you want or little as depth. Um, it's just really, really cool. And I use that every time before lunch. And it just, most of our games are upbeat, Carl. You know, they're high energy and up and about. And to finish off the session after before lunch with that, it, um, yeah, each time it sort of it makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Just with the responses and the impact that it has on those teachers. And then I know that they're going to go and use it with their students or they're going to modify it so it suits their students, you know, and um, that's sort of the whole idea behind it. So if people are listening and they want to check it out, I, I've made it free. Um, it's on my website, energetic.education. If you just go to the uh, the blog section, it's the first blog post there and you can just download the game for free because I want everybody using it because I've seen the power, the impact, and just how positive it can be, not only for students, but for teachers as well. So um, it's a great one to use at staff meetings. And um, what I've found is because it's so powerful with teachers is that then they want to use it with their students. And it's, um, well, you've seen it a couple of times now and it's, yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, I I like, I mean, our our workshops are are super high energy. I, I might be biased because I'm helping you run them, but... I've been to other workshops and I just haven't quite seen workshops that have the energy and 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 most of that is due to the the levels of energy that you bring but I really enjoyed how you contrast you know we start off with a, a big bang and then right before lunch you slot in, in this game and you know you can feel energy in a room and it's the energy didn't get sucked out, but the energy in the room changes when that comes, and it's it's not it's not bad. It's not like it's somber or anything like nah. that. It's like it's yep. contentment. It's um, you can just feel the the mood changes, but in a really good way. And I, I really noticed that. And then just in the comments that people were making afterwards. Yeah, um, I think uh, even that wasn't really like it's gamification. You know, we're using game based learning through Monopoly and. That is part of the workshop, but it never was a focus, I suppose. But I, like, we've only just started putting that in, and because I know we're both so passionate about it, we both practice it. Um, and yeah, if it, if it, you know, if it helps teachers reflect or it helps them maybe play with their students or think about or reflect on their life, that that's all we we really want. And it's uh, at the end of the day, it's still a bit of fun. Yeah. And um, yeah, so check it out if. Uh, if you think uh, that it might not be for you, I'd still recommend giving it a go because we do have uh, skeptics, I suppose, and people are skeptical about different things like this because it is a little bit different. So we always get people that look a little bit strange at the start, a little bit standoffish, particularly because it's, as you said, our workshops are up and about and you know, you're running our lockbox ones and up and about, we're all going for it. And then this is a little bit slower. So um yeah, I think it's I think it's a really nice addition and a great way to sort of finish off going out to lunch. You know, everyone can sort of just go and at a really nice. They they're pretty content, I suppose, with everything that's going on. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. And the second highlight for me was we always finish our workshops having everyone come together and design a game, 
and we did it a little bit different this time and next week you're probably going to hear from Alex Smith from King's College and we kind of pinched this idea from her but we introduced this new game that we have on the learning platform called uh, what is it Shark Tank Shark Tank TV, TV show yeah and so it's based on a TV show Shark Tank and so we we paired this we brought this into the workshop and we decided that we're going to have small groups design uh, basically use the skills that they picked up from and learned from the day around game-based learning and gamification and their objective was to spend 15 minutes working within that group to build and design a game that they had to pitch to the rest of the group and it was yeah. done in that shark tank style so you and I were the sharks yep. but they were presenting to the whole group and they had two minutes and they presented their idea and then you and I would ask a question and we'd open the floor and the, the purpose of of that wasn't to just beat them down and go, oh, that sucks. And yeah, 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 yeah. But it was to mm. to generate some critical thought. It was to give them further ideas and just really have them thinking a little bit deeper around their game and their idea. And that in itself was really cool. But then the games that these teams were coming up with were amazing. Oh, unbelievable. I think what it showed is that they um, really... They really understood your concepts because that's what you're big on. You're on the you're big on the you know the gamification and the game mechanics behind it and you know your boosters and, and all the 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 really proper stuff that makes up gamification. Where I'm more the game based learning, yep. you know, just making the games and using platforms and so forth like that. So for me, it was you know I'm only just getting my head around a lot of it now, and I've seen you present four, five, six times, you know, I've presented with you, whereas they were able to just pick it up straight away. So I think, again, that's a credit to your presentation and how well you did today, but just also the group that they really got in, like they stepped out of their comfort zone and they tried things that we'd never even seen or heard of. You know, we had a couple of Jumanji games, which were cool. We had a Battleships one. We had like a, um, was it Minesweeper? Minesweeper. The old game on um, the computer. I, I didn't understand the game before and you just showed me then and I still don't know I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to I'm gonna try to splice some of that in of me trying to exp explain Minesweeper to <laughs> oh, you and I'm just not getting it don't do that was <laughs> <laughs> you recording then yeah, oh no don't do no, that I'm definitely putting it in <laughs> um, and so yeah it was, I just it was really cool and then also I loved the way that they worked together with their pitch so for people who haven't seen Shark Tank it's one of my favourite shows on TV and you get a little bit of time, but you've got to practice your pitch. And a couple of teams like really had serious. scripted, and <laughs> I was like, "Wow!" I was, I was just blown away. And like, we had to have questions, and for a couple of them, I didn't have questions. I was just like, "Wow!" I was sort of blown away. So um, that was just awesome that it all sort of come together, and they really grasped the concepts. And um, hopefully, they will take away and implement them because their their students are just in for a treat. I wanted to stop what we're doing and play the games. You know, I was really yeah. excited. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna try out that Minesweeper game, and I'll try to explain it the best I can to to the audience. So Minesweeper, basically, you pick a square and you are given a number, and Basically, that number corresponds to the amount of mines that are surrounding it. So it might be one, two, three, or, or, or whatever. But so they took a variation of that, and their concept was they were in teams were working against each other, and they'd go up to the first square, and and they could do some variations on it. But it was a code essentially, or they they were basically getting from one end of the square or the grid to the other end, and they didn't know whether that square was a mine or not, and. It would either go boom or it wouldn't and they'd go to the next one. And so the opposition team could see where they were going. And so when 
they had a mine, then the next team would go and they'd navigate through until they had to come to a... Actually, it's an old drinking game. Oh. Remember that drinking game? No, oh, mate, I'm, I don't drink, so... I would, I would, <laughs> <laughs> they called they call it Code Sweeper. So it was like yeah, a, a yeah. coding game. Yeah, but it was like the old drinking game where you flip and you try not to get the ace in there. So there's one card and then two cards, three, four. Oh. So it's just, it's just kings. diamond. I know what it is. No, it's called it kings. kings. Anyway. Anyway, you turn them and if you hit the ace, then you, you have to start again and you drink or whatever but so it was like that so they could see and then the next group would come through but I like the variations where you could um, place questions yeah. of increasing difficulty yeah. and the one thing the one idea I gave to that group was that okay you could start with some um, simple questions and they might go through and then they get one wrong but the opposition team have seen the clean path and they've heard the questions which you'd think could be a bad thing because they know the answers, but then have you seen that whole team through? It's the building the repetition around some of those concepts, so they have to repeat the answer. Yeah. So every time they go over and over it again, everybody hears it, everyone in the room, and uh, it's that repetitive nature that, um, to be honest, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of that remembering and understanding, but it does have a place at sometimes yeah. during education. So I thought that was a really positive tool. I probably I, butchered the whole game. No, no, no. no. I, I think it was. Um, they'll also remember it because they won't want to stuff it up, you know, and yeah. that's, I think, I always say when they're moving and learning at the same time, it's when the magic happens. So that's exactly what that was happening. So why not revise yeah. for a test or whatever, playing yeah. Code Sweeper or whatever they called it. It was it was a really cool game. And I like they also touched on creating a safe environment where everyone could fail forward, which was, which was I mean... To that have, was huge, yeah, wasn't it? That's yeah. your, like, you love talking about that. Yep, and to have, to have people come and design a game that was an awesome game and then have them talk about and identify the need this game obviously you can fail you can make a mistake but to consider how you can protect that person that individual or that group to ensure that they fail forward or that they feel safe in their environment to do that in front of their peers was just next level yeah and you don't normally I know we try and foster that as teachers but you don't normally hear it place like that and that's a real game mechanic like you're saying you know so that just really I think that just blew us away even more mm. so um, what else was a highlight for today mate those are my two big ones um, I had my uncle there that was a, yeah. that was a highlight Terry a legend highlight. it was Terry. really cool yeah yeah so Terry's Terry's actually he's my my wife's uncle and he had just spent two weeks at our house building my office you know just come down gave us a hand and he's built out pretty much by himself this office and he works with young people um on boats he's he's a he's a um he sells boats and he takes in some troubled youth and builds some some knowledge and some learning around that so he thought he'd come along and, and learn a little bit of how he can um, build relationships with with those youth and he thought it was awesome and he's and it was so cool seeing him he's like a 60 year old yeah running around with all these young cats and yeah. just loving it so it was awesome to see him there but i think that also showed he he was like just knew straight away that the connection games at the start yep. is what he needs to do you know because he was saying that it normally takes a day or two to build that rapport up yep. whereas he reckon i said if you do it properly you could probably have half an hour to an hour and you'd break down that barrier, yep. you know, and, and that's really crucial. And I particularly, and I'll say this, with a new group or um, for, I'll do a lot of work with supply teachers, you know, walking into a new classroom, it's crucial that they make a good impact and that relationship straight away. And you do it through those games. And it's like us with a new workshop, you know, teachers are there. They're all self-conscious. They don't all know each other. We're quite lucky, as you said, having 10 that knew each other today, but still 16 didn't. And that's the beauty of these games. 
Yeah. You know, so I, if you don't already do that sort of stuff with students or whoever, I would highly recommend finding some that work for you. And that's not using the ones Carl and myself use because they work for us. Um, but yeah, going about and finding some that work for you. So I think that's really crucial. So outside outside of today's workshop and since the last time we caught up, what, what have you been up to? What's what's life like for you at the moment? Yeah, life's really good, mate. Um, pretty busy with uh, yeah, been doing a lot of workshops and traveling around um recently run a first ever retreat uh fitness health lifestyle retreat in bali Mm -hmm. which was uh yeah pretty cool mate it was um i was there 10 months prior to that and i was there with my girlfriend brie and um just out of the blue one day i just posted on social media that i'm going to run a retreat here next year and I remember Brie going, what, what's this? You haven't even spoke about it. And I said, oh, I'm just going to come back next year and run a retreat. She goes, you can't just post stuff like that and make it up. Anyway, so I teamed up with a couple of good friends. And uh, yeah, 10 months later, we were over there running a retreat for 14 people for a week in Seminyak, Bali. And it was one of the most amazing experiences that I've had personally. And just to really just shows that if you really team up with good people like yourself and BFK, you know, when we started learning with games from just a chat one day, um, I'm a big believer in uh, collaborating, and I think uh, this retreat was just awesome. So, yeah, we've got, got two locked in already for next year, um, which for leaving Melbourne, and it's pretty similar to New Zealand in winter, it's pretty nice to go to Bali for a week and get some sun. So that was pretty cool. Um, and then I just had a, a pretty big app that I've been working on for probably six months. So um, that last podcast we did where we spoke about, you know, daily routines and things like that, I've yeah, turned it into an app called Juga Life, which means play in Spanish. And that's J-U-G-A-R Life. And that's free on iTunes. You go and check it out. And it's basically three questions you answer in the morning to set your day up. And then three questions you answer before you go to bed just to reflect on um, how your day was and things like that. So that's, yeah, something that, to be honest, I it's free. I, I just created it because I wanted it in an app form and I, I'm not the biggest believer in writing. I know you're a big journaler, but I like having everything just in an app. So um, I turned it into an app for myself, mate, and yeah, hopefully, well, I know it's helping people. So yeah, if you're interested in that sort of stuff, go and check it out. But yeah, besides that, mate, not uh, not not a great deal else. Just uh, yeah, just chipping along, mate. I, I do have a few more questions for you. First of all, uh, your retreat yep. in Bali, which, I oh, mean, I really want to get on one, but I, it's a 10-year wedding anniversary next <laughs> oh, year, mate. It's a little bit more important than coming over to Bali with me. Oh, Don't worry, we're not going anywhere, mate. I'm pretty keen to keep going. But what looked really cool was one morning you got up really early. Yeah. Yeah, and you went up a mountain. Yeah, so um, oh, I, can't, I can't tell you the name of the mountain off the top of my head. Um, I probably should be able to, but uh, it's one of the, like the volcanoes, not active. And yeah, you get up at 1.30am, you get a bus, and then you oh, start holding up. Yeah, man. And, uh, that's, not, oh. that's when I go to bed, mate. That's <laughs> not getting up. Hey, seriously, it was unbelievable. Like... Oh. Just the like the sunrise up there, and the hike was actually really hard. And we well, hang on. So, hang on. You bus bus at one thirty. How yep. long's a bus ride? Bus ride's two hours, and so then you hike up three thirty. So yep. how long's the hikes? They normally say goes for about two hours, but we did it in an hour and fifteen. Like we'll, we're just loving it. We're like keep going up, keep going. And mind you, it was I was actually I found it pretty tough. And we had three ladies in there like mid fifties. 
which was and like they were troopers. It was awesome. Yeah, we had we had a twenty two year old in our retreat, and then we had some fifty year olds. So everyone and, did it. Everyone did it, um, which was just unreal. And you sit up there, and we got up there quite early. It was, it was actually really cold in Bali. It was freezing, and then they bring you out these coffees that yeah, weren't the nicest. But and then you you sit up there and watch the sunrise, and it's incredible. This might be a little bit personal, but what sort of what sort of emotions does something like that evoke? You know, you're in a foreign country. Um, you've gotten up at one thirty. You've hiked. You know, you've put the effort in to get there. What, yep. what what sort of feelings are running through when you're sitting there watching that, that sunrise? Do you know what I, I I I am emotional, but not really. But the whole actual like every day, I was like there would have been times where I nearly cried just because I was I don't know I was I, was, I don't I'm a big believer on self appreciation and you know and I just sat back and I couldn't believe that. This was actually, it was just amazing to see it. And then to be up there again and just, I don't know, just I just felt really lucky that I was able to do this. And not only that, that I had people that, you know, trusted or wanted to, like, because we, we'd never done it before. You know, it was, I didn't even know what I was doing when we went over there. And we had people that were willing to pay, you know, good money to come over. And um, I, so I just looked around each day and, like, I was, just felt really grateful, to be honest. You know, and I keep saying that word a lot. But, yeah, it was one of those things that, yeah, I'll remember forever, you know. And I think it's got potential to be really cool, and I'm excited to do it. And I think, yeah, I said two next year and hopefully four the year after, and we'll keep building. And, um, yeah, but I'll always remember that first one and remember the people that came because, yeah, they took a risk and they they did it really just out of you know friendship and support for myself and um jason tag and my two other partners so um, I, I love it and it says i mean a lot of the things you do you do for yourself like you talked about the app and you you wanted an app that was going to help with your make gratitude easier for you but you also understand the value of that and then you have this desire to bring it to more people because you can see the power in it you can see the value in it and you think well it's having this much impact on my life then everybody should have access to that and I think that's pretty cool I do appreciate that mate and um, a lot of people with that say oh how much are you going to charge for it and and to be honest like you don't make a great deal out of apps unless you I don't know you invent Instagram or you know Angry Birds or something amazing and everyone thinks I've got an app idea and I'm going to make a heap of money out of it and realistically you won't so um, I wanted to make it free because I think it could have more impact than what making a few hundred dollars or here and there could do. And if, yeah, if people can see that, hopefully it'll work. And um, yeah, I appreciate those kind words, mate. But that's, I don't know, that's just the sort of thing I, I want to do. Yeah. Mm. All right, we're almost at 30 minutes. Jeez, that's good because yeah, uh, we didn't really have a great it. deal to talk about, mate. I don't want people to get sick of you. <laughs> they I will. want you to come back on. So <laughs> God, maybe. They, mate, they, I definitely think they'll be sick of me, particularly if they're on the... Uh, it was quite funny today when... Because um, obviously all New Zealanders and then you've got me with my uh, quite Australian accent and... Uh, our whole learning of game platform, every video on there explaining each section, each game's my head and my <laughs> voice. And like you played one on the screen, I just cringed. I, uh, I just hate the sound of my own voice. So I'm very sorry for everybody that has to listen to it and at the times I've been on Carl's podcast now. And um, yeah, so, sorry. No, that's about good. That. You know, it's really good having you. Like you, I love you. You talk from the heart, and you're so passionate about everything you do. And you know, I, I could, you know, 
I could share so many stories about the great stuff that you do, but um, people, again, probably get sick of me saying all this stuff, but, you know, you're a great dude, and I always love catching up with you, and it's fantastic we get this opportunity to travel together and yeah. share our knowledge to um, educators out there, so I do appreciate your time. It's, you know, it's late at night, we've just done a full-day workshop, and you're still willing to sit down with me and have a chat, uh, so... Always, mate, like as I said, I'm, I've loved you know, teaming up doing these workshops. I know we're already speaking about a big term one and term two next year and really giving it a nudge because just what we saw today, you know, they'll go back and the reach they'll have on so many students is, I don't know, it's just, uh, yeah, gives you a warm and fuzzies, mate. It's my new word and I really like it. So thanks for having me on the podcast, mate. It's always a well, pleasure. Good, and uh, episode 40, mate, keep dominating. You're doing a really good job. Maybe I'll get you on the 50 as well, mate. Oh, mate, just keep it going. I want to get to 100, but, man, it seems so far away. Oh, uh, yeah, it's like anything, mate. It'll come around. Yeah, yeah it's got to wait. Yeah. All right. Patience. All right, buddy. Thanks for that. Thanks, Carlos. Cheers.